another week and we have another adventure this is urban outdoors podcast where we talk about the outdoors from camping to hiking to bushcraft i'm your host doug burdell and we do this every wednesday so thank you for joining me in the in the wind game let's get this show started Thanks for joining me, ladies and gentlemen, on another week of Urban Outdoors, episode two. If this is your first time here, thank you for stopping by. If you uh, caught episode one, thank you for coming back. So this week, we're talking about off-grid living. Are y'all about that life? I like to think I am. But uh, I might—I <laughs> really never know until uh, I push my limits. And that's what this podcast is about. Doing more than I did yesterday. And hopefully, with y'all help... Um, Y'all will push me to try new things. Now, with that being said, let's jump into this off-grid life. I think a good way to start off um, off-grid talk is uh, let's choose our home. Like, what, what, what do we... What do we decide? What do we want to do? All right. So, uh, most people that are choosing the off-grid life and uh, getting away from the city life, they want to kind of downsize. They don't want to have the big same thing as they had in the city. So, with that being said, um, a lot of people choose to build their own their own homes. And when I say build their own homes, that it's so many ways <laughs> you could build your home and just off of youtube alone like i just was i was just blown away like just seeing all of, all the things that people have done but you know you have your typical wood style cabin home structure however you want to do it but you go also they have homes built out of clay they have uh earth homes that's built out of like literally the earth you know like the ground like the whole the whole home is alive basically and is working in one with itself like whether they made their home like um they they made their home a garden basically and i've seen it like it's crazy it's all kind of things um but for me i think um i will try to renovate first i don't think i would want to i would want to build um from the ground up just for me i just think money wise i just think it would be a little easier for me since i already have a well either way it would be easy because i don't want to say easy but either way i could go because i have a carpentry background so if i would build from the ground up that would be no problem but for me i would try to um to start off i would try to get some land that already has a fixed like a, a structure already in place and i can just add on and improve to that and then go from there um, but you know you can go that and with structures being in place that means you can get it like an old farm um, an old cabin something you know something that's already pre-existing that's not you know not too too crazy to to manage or maintain or to fix up that's what I would try to do but if I couldn't find that then you know I would I would, I would build it myself 
but um, I would try to do it with the most recyclable as possible. Like the most, I would try to build my home with least cost. Especially if I'm buying like land. If I'm getting land and it's wooded already, I'm using that wood that I'm cutting down to make space for what I want for to build my home. So I think that would be a good, uh, a good wise choice um, to use what you have around you. That way, you don't, you know, especially because that's the whole thing about going off grid. You want to cut cost of, you know, everyday living, which you're not using to build a house every day. But I'm just saying, if you can cut a cost while building a house, while cutting your cost, period, is always a plus to me. I think. pick the home. Now after we pick our home, we gotta power it. Um, now we got three options with that. We got solar, we got wind, and we got hydro. So solar beating the sun, wind is the wind, hydro is water. Um, for me, uh, I would try to use solar and, and and wind I don't know well solar and wind for sure I would try to use if I'm close enough to a water source uh, of that force that I can I can get the I can get the, um, the hydro effect then I would probably try to use that too I would use all three if I could depending on you know what my circumstances is I would definitely try to use whatever I can but solar and wind I would definitely try because you know solar we get energy from the sun and then when the sun goes down at night um typically you know the wind blows so you get that that way you're always charging your batteries and you know you always have energy to provide for what you need it for also too though when you're doing your power um it's not like we're we're um we're back in the city you know what i mean it's not like we're trying to um power a five bedroom home you know what I mean? So, like, you got to take that into account, too. So, it's less that you're trying to power. Or it, it might not. You might want to, <laughs> you you know, let me take that back. Because you might want to just have the same luxuries of the city, like homes, but just off-grid. It's a lot of people that do that, too. No problem. You got the money for it. Go ahead. But for me, I'm more of a off-grid living for me is more simple you know you try to take away from the fast the, the whole fast life of the city so I would try to be less so like I wouldn't have as many electronics and also too like if you're homesteading off-grid you know if you're living off-grid you have a lot of chores to do it's you know so it's not like you're in the house all the time just chilling watching tv playing video games now the kids might have something too but nine times out of ten you have the kids with you um learning you're passing your skill down to the kids so they can you know live for themselves so they can pass this on to their kids um also with power uh it's water like how are we what are we gonna do so we can build a well well, I don't want to say build a well. I'm sorry. Let me take that back. 
we could dig a well and hopefully you can find water that way or you do like rain collection and that that's that's big hopefully if you're in an area that rains substantially enough or you could find like a fresh water source like even like if you're using a hydro if you have that hydro source then that you can just bring that straight into your home with the water that's coming coming in um so I would rain collection would seem the most easiest to me because it's just a natural thing. It's not like um, we have to find it. It, it. it just happens and we can collect it and we can do that. So I would probably try to push for the um, the rain collection and well digging it might be kind of expensive if you don't have the equipment to do it yourself or if you don't want to try to get down there and dig it yourself, which I don't recommend that either. If you would like to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes, I will highly appreciate it. You can find the link in episode description for anyone who would like to show their support. And once again, thank you. Now, us going off grid is not like we have a supermarket. So we have to think about livestock. Um, I have a few on mine, and I have a few, like what I'm giving you is what I feel like I would get. I don't know what everybody else gets, but I'm just giving you a few things that um, will work for me. And I'm gonna start off with chicken. Definitely need some chickens, cause chickens, you know, you get eggs. You also get the meat, and you know, chickens is a cool old pet to have. They are right. um, fish. It's not fish. That's just off the land. Like you know, hopefully, I, I will position myself somewhere where I'm around a body of water where I could fish and you know, eat, eat, uh, supply for my, uh, um, support my family that way too. Um, goats. I definitely want some goats. I would probably take the goats before the cows because I just, cows is just more. It's just bigger, you have more, you need more space. Goats are littler, you don't need as much space and I still can get milk from it. Um, and goats eat up weeds. So that's good for you too, especially when you wanna be a guard, like your garden, you want the weeds, you don't want no weeds in your stuff. Um, and goats have babies, so we could sell the little baby goats. Everybody like little cute baby goats. Who don't like a cute baby goat? You get them, sell them off. That's some money for you too. And also, you can get a cow. I mean, I know I said I don't want one, but if some happens, so way I got a free one, I wouldn't turn it down. <laughs> I sure wouldn't. Um, but yeah, speaking of goats, this is off topic. But I need y'all to look up fainting goats. Oh man, it's the funniest thing. If everyone laughs, just look up fainting goats. With food, we definitely have to have a garden. So what will I put in my garden? I will put some cabbage, green beans, corn you know I gotta put some potatoes in there 
tomatoes. I don't really like tomatoes, but I would just grow them so I could sell them. Some wheat. Um, and herbs. Definitely herbs. You need herbs so you can um, you can heal yourself and keep yourself from even getting sick. So prevent for prevention. But yeah, you definitely need them. And um, what else would I put in there? Carrots. I like carrots. Um, I think that's pretty much what I'll probably start with. And then um, anything else I could, I, you know, I'll pick up or whatever. Or whatever my lady would like to uh, grow. You know, I don't know. But that's what I would probably I would probably start with. I, I really would love uh, to hear all y'all selections of, you know, what y'all would do on y'all homestead or y'all, you know, your off-grid uh, selections. Like, you know, would you build? Would you renovate? What kind of power would you choose? Um, what's your water selection? What kind of food would you pick? And what would you be in your garden? Let me know. So I got 10 things we need to know if we want to start homesteading. We can call them tips. But number one, I feel like uh, you got to be able to cook. And uh, when I say cook, I'm not saying <laughs> out the box. No, I'm talking about you got to be able to cook from scratch because you make everything out there. Like everything is from you. You know what I mean? So definitely got to be able to cook, cook from scratch. Two, preserving food is a big thing. You got to have preservatives out there. Because it's no supermarket, so it's not like we can go right up the street and get something, any, you know, jellies or anything. So we got to learn how to make our own things out there. Um, three, gardening. That's just, you know, self-explanatory. You just got to learn how to garden. You're going to need it out there. You need your greens. You need your vegetables. You need your herbs. You need all that. Four, Meal planning. I know it sounds crazy, but with you living off grid and not being able to go to the supermarket, like, boom, just like that, it will help you budget. So if you plan your meals and what you're eating and, and stick to it, you know how much food you have for the year. Or forever, how long you want your budget to last? Like, you know what I mean? Until you have to restock or whatever. But meal planning, is that's a big one. Five, I would say raising chickens. Chickens is a big thing because they're an amazing resource. Eggs, meat, and companionship for a lot of people, believe it or not. Six, I would go with goats. Um... I already told you why, for the meat, the milk, the cash, and they kill weeds. Seven, um, learn about herbs so you know what, you know, which ones, um, what municipal plants you can grow. What's, what, what's going to, what's going to, uh, heal you, prevent, or treat minor illnesses. Eight, being frugal. Save money, y'all. And that doesn't have to go with homestead. And that's with in life.
Just be frugal. Number nine, you have to find a way to make money on your land so you can live on your land and just enjoy your land. Ten, it's kind of like a double. It's goal-oriented and slash organization. Like, I feel like you have to set, be able to set goals because it's just you out there. So you have a lot of things that you have to maintain and chores. So you got to be able to knock out your goals on a daily basis. And you want to be able to organize so you know what you're doing, where you're doing, where things go, things look neat. This organization just helps you a long way. So with that, that's my 10 things. I'm going to hit them for you again. One, cooking. Two, preserving food. Three, gardening. Four, meal planning. Five, raising chickens. Six, raising goats. Seven, growing herbs. Eight, being frugal. Nine, making money off your land. Ten, goal-oriented and being organized. I would like to thank everybody for following along this week on another episode of Urban Outdoors. Um, quick update. Me and my sister, we're going on a two-day hiking trip. We don't know exactly where we're hiking yet, but we're doing it this weekend, so it's coming up fast. And uh, we're recording everything. I'm even going to do a live podcast with her. She don't know it yet, but I'm going to have a live podcast <laughs> interview with her while we're out during the hiking trip. And... um Yeah, I think that'll do it for this week. So I will see everybody next Wednesday. Well, that's all I got for y'all this week. Hopefully everyone will be back next week. And if you can, tell a friend about my show. Um, I wish everyone the best. Let's make this week better than the last one. And remember, while they're in the house, we're in the wind. Urban Outdoors. See you next Wednesday.